Testing, one, two, one, two. <clears throat> Once you have had the experience of leaving your body, not in a dream, but really leaving your body, fully aware and awake, then you know, looking down on yourself, you just know, without being able to prove it, you just know that you can never die. As far as I'm concerned, everyone who had such an experience would agree to this. Of course, I didn't know that at this time where we pick up the story. I didn't realize that the only thing that could ever die was my body. Luckily, my plans were interrupted. Not by human intervention though. This was something else. I had for the last couple of months been seeing a psychiatrist who wanted to medicate me with antidepressive pharmaceuticals. Also due to the fact that I carried so much trauma being suicidal and all, I was scheduled for therapy. Not for a few sessions of therapy, but for years, or maybe even for life. Little did I know that I would not need either therapy or medications to feel better and happier than I could ever dream of. My mind was in chaos, always plagued by the past. The life that never was and the life that had been nothing but struggles and shattered dreams. I knew that I had talents, but my brain was conditioned in such a way that I just felt that there was no place or purpose for me. I couldn't sleep. My mind would spin 24-7. While contemplating different ways to end my life, I would do anything just to calm the mind to be able to sleep. A little better for whatever time I had left on this earth. So I did something I had never done before. I started to meditate. Now all I knew about meditation was that you sit still and relax. I knew it was associated with mindfulness. Since I didn't know much of it, I started to look up different guided meditations and I happened to see one that was headlined, Warning, this is the most powerful and possible dangerous meditation if you are not ready for it. Beware! It was a form of Kundalini meditation, and of course I went for that one. It was all about visualizing and symbolism. A snake coiled up in a cave in my pelvis that I was led to travel down to and wake up. To me it sounded like a crock of shit as far as I knew. I didn't understand the meaning of symbolic imaginary guidance. I was a man of reason. I had long since I was little forgotten that I had believed in any form of magic at all. I believed that what you can see, touch and taste is what is real. All else is fiction and fairy tales. I did not believe in ghosts. 
or any paranormal activities for that matter. However, I was persistent. I was at the end of my rope and I just wanted to silence my spinning thoughts on the last verse of my life, so I kept doing it for a few weeks. All of a sudden, I noticed a change. Strangely, I didn't feel as restless as I usually did. My mind started to clear a little, and eventually I felt quite good, so I kept doing it over and over again. The 25th of June 2021, Midsummer, a Swedish tradition that is often celebrated with high intake of alcohol. I was not in the mood for that, but one of my best friends, Robin, asked if I'd like to join him and his girlfriend and just a few others in a calm, small, little gathering. It sounded reasonable to me, so I accepted. I was going to take a shower this morning, so I had already taken off my necklace and I held it in my hand while eating breakfast. Suddenly the necklace started to swing. I didn't swing it. It moved on its own, and I then realized I could move it using my thoughts. If I thought left-right, it would swing left-right. If I thought front-back, it would swing front-back. If I thought circle, it would draw a circle. This was going against the laws of physics as I knew them. And strangely, I didn't really notice that I felt very good this morning. Actually, I felt amazingly good, but I was sort of unaware of it. Later, at the party, my friend Robin took me aside and said, there's something odd about you today. Not in a negative sense, I've just never seen you blend so well and socializing like you do. You are usually more withdrawn and silent. Well, I don't know, I guess I just feel good, I replied. About 10 in the evening, I was leaving. Robin followed me to my car and I noticed that the sky looked so amazingly different. It looked like, like skies do in fantasy or fiction. And I remember saying to Robin, Wow, look at the sky. I've never seen a sky like that in Sweden. If I remember correctly, Robin didn't find the sky so amazingly spectacular as I did. To me, the sky was on fire. And there was a depth to it, like some extra dimension. Holographic, if you will. I noticed that I felt as if I was high. I had not used either drugs or alcohol. The trees seemed so alive, as if their branches tried to reach me. Before going home, I went to a gas station to buy cigarettes, and now it grew stronger. I did contemplate to stop the car, as I feared that if the police would see me, they would think I'm driving either high or drunk. As I got out of the car, it really peaked. Everything was pink and purple 
and green. I saw a glowing light around people's bodies. I was more shocked than afraid. The only thing I feared was that someone would call the police and turn me in for driving under the influence of drugs. I stumbled into the gas station and I couldn't even look at the cashier's face because she was all glowing in pink and deep purple. Pun intended, folks. Anyway, I did what I came for and rushed back to the car and I drove home. I felt almost unconscious when I got home, like being asleep and awake at the same time. I was just about to go into my house as I was struck by an undeniable urge to go to the forest. By this time it was quite dark outside. I walked into the woods and I blacked out. I don't know for how long. I lost the perception of time. And the sun had started to rise as I went back home. To sleep it off, so to speak. The next day I woke up to a brave new world. I remember going outside and everything was alive. It was like entering the scenery of a Tim Burton movie. I didn't see anything that I didn't see prior to this. But everything was in itself amplified visually. And strangely I felt this presence from everywhere from all around and from everything. I stood on my lawn and felt that the bushes and the trees were all present in the same way as if you sit next to someone on a bench waiting for a bus. You simply can't deny that you feel the presence of someone sitting next to you. This was exactly like so. The grass, the flowers, the trees, the birds, everything was alive and vibrant of life. It was truly a brave new world. All my senses were sharpened. All the smells were amplified. And in this symphony of smells, I could distinguish the smell of a certain flower from the smell of the grass or some other flower. In the same way that I can listen to music and distinguish and separate all the instruments individually from just a massive wall of sound. I also noticed that my hands often started to tingle and feel very warm. I could like squeeze an invisible ball of energy between my hands, not knowing at that time what it was. I would soon discover that I now had certain abilities that I never thought would exist in this so-called reality. My eight-year-old daughter and I were down by a nearby lake she happened to fall into a ditch full of stinging nettles, brenneslur in Swedish. Her entire arm was badly burned, and like kids do when they get hurt, she really screamed and cried as she came running toward me. The next thing that happened still moves me to tears just by thinking of it. I heard what I said as she approached me, however I did not choose to say it. I heard the words come out of my mouth and I heard myself say come here quickly and daddy will take away the pain before she even got to me I thought to myself what the fuck did you just say 
and how are you possibly going to live up to that promise? As she came to me, I put my hands on her arm, and in a split second she just stopped crying, and she said, thank you daddy, and took off playing again, as if nothing happened. I was shocked. I burst into tears, and just as I sometimes did when I was a kid, I didn't want people on the beach to see that I was crying, so I had to walk away to the side. Not for the same reason though, but more that, how would I explain this if anyone saw this? What would I tell them? I felt so blessed, and I felt such a divine, euphoric feeling stream through my body. I looked up to the sky and asked, is someone trying to tell me something? Pretty much like the scene in the movie Phenomena with John Travolta as he woke up one day with supernatural abilities. There was no instant answer though, so I just said, thank you, thank you, thank you. I started to consume all information I could get my hands on regarding meditations, energy work, chakra systems, paranormal abilities, divine interactions and so on. And it was clear that my experience was not unique in that way. Reading the works of Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Greg Baden, Matthias De Stefano, Alberto Violdo, Teal Swan, Dalai Lama, Vadim Chentse, Bruce Lipton, Bradley Nelson, Neil Donald Walsh and many others confirmed to me that life really can be experienced and lived from a higher state of energetical vibration. I will write down the names of these authors in the description. I really recommend you to look them up. Especially when reading Eckhart Tolle, I was amazed that his awakening was exactly described as mine, almost to the smallest detail. It could just as well have been me that wrote what he did. These things, these abilities, have always been there for everyone. Only you must be able to discover them, and to do so you have to do work with your inner self, turn off and break completely free from the external environment and the collective thought patterns. It could be real hard work and not the most pleasant ride of your life, but that is also one of the laws of the universe. Transformation is not without pain. Just look at the transformation of a butterfly. One part dies to transform into something else, and no matter how deeply you love cooking and wouldn't want to hurt or break anything in this world, you still have to break a few eggs to make an omelette. I was lucky in that way that I got kicked in the butt and got help. I did not, however, escape the pain of the transformation. I have had my share of suffering. I did not look for this. I did not seek it up. I did not believe in this. This just happened to me. Talk about positive side effects. All I wanted to do basically was to calm my mind and sleep a little better for whatever time I had left. And, as if not enough, my body automatically adjusted itself to an amazing condition. Without effort, 18 kilos of overweight just vanished, and whatever aches I had in my body simply disappeared. I could really sense and feel my body in a much deeper way, 
and given that I'm not longer 20 years old, I found it very astonishing how easily my body could be so limber and easily bent in positions I hardly could do as a child. This is probably the last episode that just is about me, 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 me and my story. I have now provided background and information enough for you to present two different thought options to yourself. One, this guy really seems to know what he is talking about, looking forward to learn more. Or two, this guy has completely lost it and is out of his mind and I'm not going to waste any more of my time on this shit. It's your call. Either way, I love you and thank you for listening.